Yow. What's going on, brother? It is a beautiful day today. Dre is here. Trey is here. Trey, what's going on, man? What's up, everybody? Not much, man. Just enjoying these basketball games. I know, man. The uh, first round was crazy. I see you got all these Duke hats everywhere, man. What is what is going on? You have you ever even been to like Duke? Uh, That must be a rhetorical question. Like, dude, I used to go to Duke every single year. Like for the Bob Gibbons tournament, um, it was like um, playing like Mike Beasley, Nolan Smith, Kyle Singler. Greg Oden, Eric Gordon, they, like the the elite players would come through the. Um, no, no, they were elite back. Don't do that. They, <laughs> like, they were uh, these players were like top five high school players in the nation, and they would come to his like the end was the AAU t- uh, teams come battle against one another. It was it was like for three straight days. It was great. There was this place called Mama Dips. Dog, they had food out the. Well, I swear, like it was just a good time, but like. The, Oof, have I been to Duke? What? <laughs> I feel you, man. I've never really been much of a a college basketball fan myself. Uh, I've been more like an NBA guy. So, you know, my pops, my pops actually, he raised me on the Lakers. So it's a little known fact, but my middle name is Sedale. Mm-hmm. And I was named after a famous Laker player, Sedale mm-hmm. 3, mm-hmm. number 3. Mm-hmm. Um, he also played for the Sixers too. My mom is from Philly. So, you know, there's a little bit of ties there, but... I've always been an NBA fan. <clears throat> I can't say that I really have a favorite NBA team. I don't know if I ever really liked one team like that. I've been much more of a fan of players. Why so. not a Laker fan? I mean, I I guess if I had to land on one, that would probably make the most sense. But I guess me just growing up, I've always been a fan of players. So I think the very first player that I really, really liked was Shaq. Then it went to Iverson. Then I think it went to... Um, Maybe Kobe for a little bit, then it transitioned to like T Mac, T Mac. Then Vince probably jumped up in there a little somewhere. Then it LeBron, Dwayne Wade, you know. So yeah, that's a little bit about me, man. Okay, okay. Yeah, so the uh, the NBA man, you've been watching. First round is done. Finally, yeah. Um, first round is over. Finally, like they, honestly, they're. I only want to talk about three of the rounds. Like, so, I mean, I think if we're honest, the East Coast kind of turned out how we thought it was going to turn out. Yeah. But the West was, it was a little it was a little different. Some mm-hmm. interesting things happened. What you mm-hmm. want to talk about? Um, Golden State Clippers. Golden State got way too cocky for me. They did. Like, they did. It's concerning we, like, in we some knew, ways. Yeah, like, we knew y'all were going to win, but come on, fam. Yeah. yeah. Do it in five like I predicted. Mm-hmm. Please do it in five. Mm-hmm. Then Kevin Durant had to turn it all the way up. Like, all the way up. Yeah. And you lose two players, potentially, for for the second round. And, and Steph. So, and what happened Clay, to them? They uh, twisted their ankle. Oh, I saw the Steph. He twisted yeah. his ankle, yeah. And then Clay, he mm. um, he was on he was driving, and then he twisted, he stepped on someone's foot and, like, turned his ankle a little bit and tried to get Oh, man, two hurt and Warriors exactly. next year. Exactly. And the Rockets are healthy. Oh, exactly. that's, that's and so... Rest, and rested. Like, that's you know, so unfortunate. Like that's, oh, man, will the Warriors lose? It's crazy. So now... And then a series that was... And I think the most notable one, OKC versus Portland. That was tough. It was Dame's time. So, I, Dame okay, time. I can't even... I can't even say it was tough because I think you and I both predicted it was going to go like six or seven. It only went five. Dame got them boys up out of here. I think Russell Westbrook's whole life has been changed. 
by how Dame kind of got off on him, you know, pause. But, you know, Dame came through and he dropped 50 in the last game, hit the last minute buzzer beater from deep. Oh, like, Paul George. You know, on Fade Paul away. George. Paul George is supposed to be a lockdown defender, fading away. And you had the nerve to say, oh, it's a bad shot. It's a bad I, shot. That was kind of corny on Paul George. Salt, get that the was salt kinda, shaker out. That was a little corny. Like salty. But, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, hats off to the Trailblazers. I know I didn't pick them. At all. I know I didn't think that they, they impressed me, especially given how they played last season in the playoffs. Sweet. But. You know, shout out to them. They definitely have kind of ascended to a, a new level for me. Hats off to Dame. Dame is definitely, I'm viewing him as a different level of point guard now. I view Dame as an official top three point guard. No questions asked. Um, please and thank you. Thank you. Like, I'll give you that. So my, my top three would be Steph, Kyrie, and Dame. In that order. Okay. In that order. And depending on how next round goes, he could have a chance at becoming the two spot. I don't think he eclipses Kyrie. I mean Curry just because of the championships. I mean okay. Curry got one prior to KD coming, and he did show out last year in last year's performance. Okay, so for the majority of the season or series. So as such, he had he's the number one point guard for me. Okay, that's why. Okay, and if Dame does the same thing and Curry falters next year, then Dame can be number one. Okay, but he has to show consistency. He just got swept last year. Um but yeah, like that was that was his coming to, that was his coming out party. That was his official coming out party. I'm here. It was, and, it, and I'm I'm interested to see how he performs in the second round. The Denver Nuggets. Before we even get into that, <clears throat> shout out to you. You know, we that was that was <laughs> the only me right now. No, oh, no, no. Oh, no. So oh, no. there was there was only one right series oh, that wow. Trey and I disagreed on. Um, Trey picked the two seed. I picked the seven. Um, He picked the Nuggets, a much younger team. You know, Jokic, the better player. I picked the Spurs. So I just want to say, I want to be humble enough to admit to you, you know, I was wrong. They lost in seven. I I thought the Spurs would win in seven. Um, I think you said the Nuggets in six. So I don't know who you would say will be a little bit closer to that. I'll give it to you because the Nuggets won. But, you know, shout out to the Nuggets. I I just saw the highlights, so I didn't see it. I went to Broccoli Broccoli City Fest, mm. um, but at the end of the game, it looks like Lamarcus Aldridge he just didn't have the court awareness. It was a J.R. Smith moment, and he just he just blew it. So you know, shout out to that. Shout out to that. Thank you, B Rabbit. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I predicted him. I don't know why you didn't think Denver was going to win. At the end of the day, they had the best mismatch. Yeah, two C, the Joker. That is his nickname. It's a good nickname, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. I just want to point that out. It's kind of hard. Yeah, like you know, you can never be wrong with the Joker. Um, But yeah, no. So they had the best mismatch. Um, That's all you really needed. Like in today's game, whoever has the best mismatch will more than likely win the game. Agreed. Also, Jokic is getting triple doubles very regularly. And his supporting cast just needs to shoot the ball and and convert. Like that's their only that's their that's the only problem for them. Mm-hmm. They're young, so they just need to convert. That's it. Okay. And the Spurs, they just didn't have enough in the tank. Like they didn't have anybody to stop Jokic. Clearly, I, I um, agree. I agree with and that. And they had and the Nuggets had enough people to slow down DeRozan, who's their best player. And we've already seen you can't win with DeRozan in the East, and we're in the West right now. You can't. So, as such. 
that went how I predicted. Um, I thought Denver was going to close it out in six at home. They had the um, on away. Um, but, you know, I knew they were going to win the series, especially because they had home court advantage. Facts. Especially the home court advantage. Facts. Now, the game I think we both wanted for the Western Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. The Warriors versus Houston. Mm-hmm. I personally have the Warriors in six. <clears throat> I have the Warriors in six. Um, only thing that could impede that is if Clay and Curry are out an extended amount of time. Yeah. But outside of that, I... They don't have anybody to stop Durant. They don't. The Manimal can't. P.J. Tucker can't. James Harden can't. And they have players who can slow down James Harden and Chris Paul. I I, I agree. <clears throat> I also have this going six in favor of the Warriors. Mm. I'm saying this from someone who thought the Rockets were going to be able to get it done last year. And in my opinion, you know, they almost got it done you know, barring a couple injuries and some bad shooting. Yeah. But I don't have that same level of optimism with them this year. I think what we're probably going to see in that matchup is a shootout between Kevin Durant and James Harden. I think those two are going to go at it. It's going to be an OKC slugfest. Right. Um, Steph and Clay, you know, they'll probably have a big game or two here. Chris Paul, you know, we'll probably see him show up. Some of the role players show up, like you said, a PJ Tuller, PJ Tucker, um, Capella, you know, those kind of guys. Eric Gordon, but um, you know, I think ultimately the Warriors, they're probably going to be too much. They got too many players. Again, Kevin Durant is the best player in the series, regardless of how unstoppable James Harden is. So yeah, I think that's going six as well. Yeah, um, Denver versus Portland. Okay. I have Denver in six. Denver in six. I want to say seven. Okay. But I have Denver in six. Okay. I could... Game one's going to tell me everything. It, and I have three options. Denver in six, Denver in seven, Portland in five. Okay. But I'm, I'm sticking with Denver in six just because, again, Jokic, the Joker. Like, the man is a center that can score, pass, and rebound. That's dangerous. Yeah. Like, 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 that's a dangerous combination. Boogie, he, 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 he kind of reminds me of Boogie, just less offensively talented. Okay. So, <clears throat> because of that, if you have a Jamal Murray who gets hot, you have a Gary Harris who can defend pretty well, uh, you have your Will Bartons, you have your Craigs, you, you, you have your decent enough defenders to at least slow down Dane. Like, the Pelicans show that bigger guards can mess up with, can mess Dane, obviously. Yeah. So, these lanky, quicker guards can keep up with Dane, keep a hand up, force him to take tougher shots. I know he's making shots. I, I, you can't do nothing about it if you're making shots now. Yeah. But if he's beating you off tough shots, you take that. That's yeah. a good percentage. So, I don't see them beating... I don't see them beating the, the Nuggets just off Dame and, 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 and McCollum. Okay. They're supporting cast. All right, cool. They showed up for round one. But, like, round two, they haven't prepared. For, they haven't been prepared for this. They okay. don't know what to go through. Okay. Like. I, um, I will admit two things. <clears throat> one, I don't really know too much about the Nuggets outside of Jokic, and I would argue that there probably isn't too much to know about the Nuggets outside of Jokic. However, <clears throat> 
if you're asking me who is the best playoff player in this series, I'm going to go with Dame. I think that the Blazers having taken some really tough losses in playoffs in years past, that makes them battle-tested. Again, I think Dame Lillard has ascended to a different level of player. I still think the Nuggets are very young while they may be talented. And I think if you're saying head-to-head matchup, not only who has the best playoff player, Dame Lillard, but also who's going to want it more, I think that's going to go to the Blazers. I think the Blazers, I'll give the Nuggets a little bit more credit than I I gave them in the the Spurs series. So I'll say six, uh, possibly seven, but uh, ultimately I think it goes to the Blazers. I think that's actually debatable on Dame being the most playoff battle-tested player. I think you have to give that to Paul Millsap. Mm. Because, I mean, Paul's been in the East and the West in playoffs. And I think as such, he he has the most experience. He's still a quality player. He's not what he was, but he's still quality. He doesn't give you 15 on average. I think you're going to need your best playoff player, a most battle-tested playoff player, to also be your best player in general. So while Paul Millsap may have that experience, I don't know if he's going to be enough for the Nuggets to carry him through this series. I think with Dane being the best player on the Trailblazers and also being the most battle-tested and hungriest, I think that's going to be enough to kind of uh, propel them. I think the game is based on a game of runs. Oh yeah, absolutely. And when you have basketball is definitely and, a game. And, and when you have the Joker as your best option, who's again gone up against Greg Popovich for the first round and put up quality stats, forty three points, a triple double, absolutely. Like that, that that shows me he's ready. Then when you have a Paul Millsap, who's a quality veteran, who's able to step in and fill the void when maybe a Jamal Murray's not hitting shots. Or maybe your Gary Harris isn't doing well. Also, Gary Harris's main, his best attribute is his defense. So he's going to be guarding Dane. You don't need. For me, I, I'd I'd like to bank on someone defending, not taking a dip in in, in the playoffs as opposed to someone's offense okay. taking a dip. Like I'd I'd like to make that gamble. Okay. So that's why I'm thinking it's. That's why I'm leaving Nuggets. Okay. Fair enough. That's fair. We'll definitely see how that goes. What about the East? We got in the East. Um, Milwaukee versus Boston. Okay. I have Boston in seven. Okay. Um, at the end of the day, it's going to be Giannis versus Kyrie. I think Giannis wins that battle. However, I think the the Bucks supporting cast. When I say supporting cast, I mean the rest of the fourteen players. Yeah. Um, I don't think they beat. The Celtics, remaining 14. I think Brogdon comes back after game two. Um, and that's what they're projecting. That's what they're assuming. They're hoping. Um, and those two games can be critical. And that means that they're losing 20 points plus their best, like one of their better three-point shooters and a good defender. All that good stuff. Um, I, I I just see Celtics pulling out. They seem like they were gelling last last uh, series. I know that was against the Pacers without Oladipo. But... I think they're still hungry, and as such, they play as if like they still have something to prove. So that's why I have it going seven for Boston. I got it going seven for Boston as well. I think you hit on a lot of great points. <clears throat> I think if you're going, if you're ranking the players, 
and it was a draft, and you have all of the players from the Celtics and all of the players from the Bucks. The first per, first pick is going to be Giannis, and then probably picks two through Millsap. I mean Millsap, Middleton will probably be thrown in there somewhere. But when you're talking about uh, Jason Tatum, you're talking about Jalen Brown, you're talking about Al Horford. I think there's going to be a lot more picks from the Celtics end versus the Bucks. So I think I give them the edge there. I think ultimately when we're talking about keeping the game close, if the Bucks, uh, excuse me, the Celtics are able to keep the game close, and then we get into the fourth quarter, and you got to close it out. As phenomenal of a player as Giannis is, Kyrie is going to be able to get you a bucket. He's proven that he can do that, unlike very few players have been able to do in this series, in, the, in this league, period. So I got the Celtics being able to pull it out. You know, you talked about them being hungry. They lost last year in the Eastern Conference Finals. I think they're anxious to get back mm-hmm. and take it to the next level. And if you want to bring money into it, you know, Kyrie, this is potentially a contract year for him. So yeah. he's also playing for the bag. So yeah. I, I got the Celtics. Celtics in six or seven. Yeah. I think the key people for them on the for Boston would be uh... – Jason Tatum, he has to solidify himself as that second option. Agreed. I think Al Horford, he has to kind of revert back to last year. Uh, I think he took a little bit of a dip in terms of performance. Mm-hmm. And I know Gordon Hayward's still injured. I'd like to put him as an honorable mention on this top two list, though. Yeah. Because when Gordon's playing well, then they're 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 tough to beat. Yep. Now you have a, a legit five man roster that can get the, that can get twenty points. Yeah. So I mean that's that that that's that's just tough right there. Um, Toronto versus Philly. Mm-hmm. I have Toronto in six. Okay, you going six? I have them in six. What are you talking about? I'll let you lead off with this one. Yeah, I'll say five or six. I I we think. Defi- well, we need a definitive. We need a. You definitive. need a definitive. I need a definitive. I'm gonna go with five. You going? I'm five. gonna go with that's five. Well, I want. I wanted to say five. So I kind of feel you, but I, I'm leaning six. Just mm, I'm going to go five. Um, I think that Kawhi Leonard is pound for pound. When you look at the offensive and defensive ends of the court, plus the overall impact that he has, should be considered the best player in the league. In fact, even though he is top five, I would say that he's underrated. And I think a lot of that is due to his temperament. He's by far and away, in my opinion, the best player in the series. And I think that his defensive acumen, combining that with the rest of the talent that the Raptors have, makes getting buckets for the Sixers harder. Um, whereas Kawhi can get a, a bucket from anywhere on the floor at any point in time. You take Pascal Siakam, you know, his emergence as a number two option, Kyle Lowry able to kind of come in and bring you points at any point in time. Also, you take a Powell, I mean, it's Powell, um, Mark Gasol, combine that with a Serge Ibaka, giving different looks to throw at Joel Embiid. I think that's going to be a lot for the Sixers. I still think the Sixers, while very young and talented, I think they're probably a year or so away. Um, Simmons still needs to be able to jump, de- develop a jump shot, and I think if you put a Kawhi on him, um, or Siakam, that's really going to take away a lot of the looks that he can give you. You know, Jimmy Butler, while he's good, you know, I think whoever's not guarding, guarding Simmons is going to guard him, shutting him down. I think this first game that they had, they shot under 50%, and 50% would be Harris, Butler, and Simmons. 
I just don't see them being able to have enough for the Raptors. I think the Raptors are also a battle-tested team in the playoffs, having lost several times to LeBron James and those boys in the past. I'm going to go with five. Um, I think it's going to be a close five. I don't think it's going to be close as it was for game one, but it'll be five. I give... I almost want to say a sweep if I'm being honest with you, but you know I respect the Sixers and those boys enough to say that they'll pull out at least one, but the, the games will be close. So, I mean, you kind of hit on the, on the points I was saying. Basically, it's going to be Kawhi versus Embiid, and I don't think Philly has enough to stop Kawhi, and I think the Raptors have enough to stop Embiid or slow down Embiid. Um, you can't stop those players. No. But... Simmons also not being able to shoot again is going to be another factor and that allows you to kind of cheat off of Simmons kind of make him a non-factor on the half court and the Raptors will be able to make the Sixers become a half court team and they can also rebound with them because of the height that they have so as such Toronto's offense they don't have a player to stop Kawhi yeah I, I saw that like they don't they don't like Jimmy Butler is cool He's nice, but Jimmy Jimmy's a Jimmy's a good de- defensive player. Yeah, he can't stop Kawhi. There's nothing like, they, like he had forty five. Yeah, no, sorry, like that 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 that's and that was the start at all. Like, he that, set the tone with forty five. Yeah, and Siakam played well too. Yeah. Like if if Siakam can remain can remain the number two option and make sure that Kyle Lowry isn't, yes. the Raptors win. Absolutely, that's the key. Absolutely, make sure that Kyle Lowry is not your second option. One hundred percent. Like that's it, and then you then you can get to the next round. As long, and and that's how they rem- and that's why I say six because I think Embiid is going to have a solid performance. Agreed. And I think Simmons is going to get you possibly one game. I think he's going to get exposed. I mean, he gets exposed, but he's going to yeah. get you one game. Sure. Still. Sure. Like he's going. He obviously has to improve. Okay. But he he's going to get you one. Okay. Um. You know what? We've talked about the winners. Okay. Let's talk about let's talk about the losers though. Like I mean, I don't really mean to call them losers. You already know who I want to talk about, but I'll let you. I'll let you. You pick want to talk order. about you want to talk about the Spurs since they since they did not beat the Nuggets. I mean, we can we can we can fault. talk about the Spurs. Or do you want to talk about OKC since they're a lot more relevant? I kind of want to talk about OKC. I want to talk about OKC. Foolish. Um, by the way, go ahead. I'm gonna talk about OKC. Um, I think that OKC has a lot of soul searching to do. They, for the third straight year post Kevin Durant, they have been faced with a first round exit. Granted, I will say the first year after Kevin Durant, I don't think anyone expected them to even make the playoffs. So for them to do that, no shout out to them. However, I think the expectations were a lot higher of them this year. You know, you can say things whether Paul George was hurt. You know, you thought Russell was going to perform better. It, It doesn't matter. The result is still the same. Um, I'm not certain that Russell Westbrook can lead you to a championship. In fact, to make a definitive statement, Russell Westbrook cannot be your number one option to lead you to a championship. He doesn't score consistently. He doesn't shoot the ball consistently. He oftentimes shows up small in the clutch in the fourth quarter. Um, Paul, Paul George, I would say that um, for better or for worse, he's had a little injury plague season and not injury plague season, injury plague career. And for this particular playoffs, you know he he had that shoulder injury and that permitted him from performing to the level in which he should. So I don't know that those two are enough to get it done. 
Now, granted, you have something bizarre happen where they're able to pull off a big free agency acquisition for someone else to be able to come in and take over that scoring load for them. So Paul George doesn't have to be your leader. He can be that second option. And Russell Westbrook can be your attacker and your distributor. Other than that, I think you need to consider blowing up the team, trading away some of those players, and trying to rebuild for the future. Because a first-round exit, while it is in the playoffs, is still a first-round exit. And I don't think that the the Thunder are getting too much further than that. That's tough. Um, I think having Westbrook as your second, third option is valuable. Um, I would love to have him as your third. I think PG can be your number one option. Um, on a championship team? On a championship team, I think he can be your number one option. I like I like your two option to be able to pick up the slack in case the number one falters. Because, for example, D-Wade could be a number one option on, on anybody's championship team. And he was the number two option on the Heatles. Um, James Harden was the number two option, could, what could have been the number one option on anybody's championship team back then as well. Like, you was, on the Thunder. Yeah, yeah, on the Thunder, on the Thunder. Mm-hmm. We're talking about 2012. Um, so the number two option on championship teams usually can carry the load for stints. So I say that to say, <laughs> Paul George carried them for a while this year. Like he was in MVP discussion. So as such, that that proves to me he can be the number one option. He can. He just got a shoulder injury. You have a number two option that can kind of take that scoring load like that. All they needed was more shooting. That's and unfortunately they just they just got a bunch of athletes. That's it on the team. Like Raymond Felton might be one of their better shooters. Raymond Felton. Ask a poll about if anybody knows Raymond Felton. So I guess my the immediate question is jumping out to me is if you're saying Paul George is going to be your number one option, you mm-hmm. want Russell to be your number three. Who's the number two? Because I, th- I the reason I why I say less. you need someone to be the number one option or blow up the team is because I think Russell's personality is too dominant, and I think you need someone to kind of come in and definitively put some separation between him, Paul George, and and Russell. So who would your number two be? I can't come up with a number two right now. Like yeah. that, like that would be the ideal situation because they're a player away. Like that, if you slot, if if you make someone a number two, like they are a player away. Because all you need is a talented player. Because now PG has some credibility on OKC with OKC. He's been there for a couple years now. He's shown he can be the best player, and I think PG's of the mindset, hey. I came here to win a championship, damn it. Russ, you, you take your ass and sit on the back seat if that's what's best for us. Like I think that's what I think that's where we are. I also think Russ got a little humbled this year by Dame, and as such, he would be willing to take the back seat. But their main thing is shooting. Well, I agree. I just think that they need a number one option, not a number two. And I think it would be a number one option. The only person that I can think they could get of that that caliber would be if Kevin Durant decided that he wanted to come back to OKC and humble himself. I think you're fishing. Uh, That's the only way I could see it. That that could be an interesting story, but I think we'd have to come up with a realistic candidate. Like a real... I don't think there is anyone. If there's no way to get a number two option, then I would 
contemplate blowing up the team. I don't know who would you would say is a number two is better than Russ, but not as good as Paul George. That's that's where I'm saying. That's why I think you need a number one. I don't know who who that would be. Funny enough, Demar Derozan, um, on offense. Like I'm talking about, I'm talking about scoring. Okay, um, that could work, but they don't have enough people to give up, unless they give up maybe a big man, like a Stephen Adams. But then that hurts you on the interior. Like it, you had, you would have to give up something in order to get that. In order, and 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 I don't think the Spurs will also let go of DeRozan too. So not for Stephen Adams, not at all. Like you have to give up a, a few things, but. I don't see something, but like that type of player. Yeah. That type of player is who I'd, is who I'd go after. Um, I Is there someone in free agency that you could think of? No. I Not not off the top of my head. Yeah. I'd have to look at that, the actual list. So yeah. I, 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 they're at a tough spot. They. I it, think it's, it's time to consider blowing it up. One team that does not need to get blown up, the Clippers. Okay. The Clippers need to stay strong. They can still possibly land Kawhi, even though the, even though the Raptors are playing well, they can land a Kawhi or someone like KD. Do you think they still get a KD? Given how close that series was, given the Patrick Drep Beverly drama, given the fact about how much flack he got for leaving OKC and going to Golden State, do you yeah, think Kevin went, Durant went, would even consider going to the Clippers now? Well, well, well. If he goes to the Clippers and makes them the one seed, then he's showing that he's the difference between any team and the one seed. And that's a clear indication. Okay. So you can see it. That's a possibility. Because it's in the L.A. market. You're opposite of Braun. And you can kick the man while he's down. Then you're playing against the team that you just beat. So you're not so you're not only joining a worse team, you're joining a team that you did the opposite of when you went to the Warriors. So that's going against the negative narrative that you had. So that could make it a case and on top of that, Kawhi wants to play in LA. So that even makes it more attractive. So I can see it. That's a possibility for me. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it. It's just a question, you know. I, I know that there's a lot of narratives around Kevin Durant and mm. given that they had so much struggle I'm doing air quotes so I'm doing this but struggle trying to get past the Clippers I just was wondering if you still thought that that was a part of his narrative mm. I could see it I could yeah, see it's it poss- yeah. it's a possibility but yeah. I don't I, I think honestly all the other teams that lost they don't need to change anything except for improving okay or possibly trying to add all-stars at this point okay because they had like Brooklyn Utah Utah just needs another all-star Indy just needs an all-star to compliment Oladipo until Oladipo yeah. can get back to that number one option. Detroit, Detroit's the only team where I could consider either you add someone like a Kimba Walker or you just flat out blow it up because I don't believe yeah. in Blake Griffin, I don't um, Reggie Jackson, and Andre Drummond. I, li- I like Andre Drummond. Andre Drummond has two more years of being what he is now before he becomes like Roy Hibbert. Yeah. But they need to either make quick changes now or let it go while they still have time to trade players. But they should let it go. The Magic, they just need another all-star to pair with Vucevic. Okay. That's it. Fair. Like, that's it. And what do you think about the Spurs? That's your team. That's your people. <laughs> that's your man. First off, the Spurs are not my people. I think we just, that was the only thing that we really disagreed on. So, you're you giving me them as my people. That's, and fine. I'll, I'll take that for this playoffs. Um, what do I think they need to do? I mean, I think the Spurs for the first time in what I can remember of their franchise is they're rebuilding. 
You know, the Spurs have always been uh, a championship caliber team. You know, from when they had David Robinson and acquired Tim Duncan, they was all they were always in that conversation. And for the first time, you know, they're trying to figure everything out. So I think that. You know, they we could see them making some changes to kind of shake up their roster this year. I wouldn't be surprised if they landed some type of all-star this year. But I think Spurs are just doing what any other franchise has ever done, um, is rebuilding after you've seen some Hall of Famers retire in Tim Duncan, Manu Ginobili, and Tony Parker. It's no different. It's just we've never seen it from the Spurs. So, um yeah, I think they're. I think they'll be fine. It's just going to take them some time to figure things out. I actually, you know, if I'm being honest with myself, I'm a little surprised that they made it over a uh, Minnesota Timberwolves team who I think is probably a little bit more talented than them. Obviously, have a little bit more youth, but I mean that goes off and shows you the talent of a Greg Popovich. But you know, I think the Spurs as they kind of continue to rebuild. If Popovich stays in that seat, or if he doesn't decides to appoint a predecessor. You know, I think the Spurs will be fine in the long run. I think we both acknowledge that youth, um, like, you can have talent, but that know-how kind of, like, puts a cap on you for that year. Mm-hmm. I think that's what happens. Uh, I think that's what happened with the Kings. Yeah. And I think the Wolves, they just don't I, – I, I don't know what happened with the they Wolves. They don't know how to pull so it they, together. They, yeah. they, 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 they should make changes with the personnel, mm-hmm. the coaches. Um, you have t- we have people like Cat Carl Anthony Towns. I know Andrew Wiggins isn't like the best, but he can be a two option if need be. Hell, even the three. Um, I, I think they screwed the pooch a little bit when they had Jimmy Butler and, and didn't do anything with it. But that's off topic right now. Um, the Spurs, for me, I want to say either you have to make a decision on riding out the wave with DeMar DeRozan or you try to flip him for something. Yeah. Because at this point in time, we already know he can't be your best option. So you need somebody who has a good option and needs a number two or three option. That's what you need to try to find. And if not, then you're building for the future and you're letting DeMar run the show next year, but letting but trying to see which star can emerge as your second option. Or your first option. So he's more of that, that, that bridge. That but that's it. That's that's what the Spurs have to do. They try to build for the future now or let it kinda just trying to get playoff experience and hopefully try to land a star eventually. Which I don't know if that's gonna occur. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the Spurs are gonna be able to do. I think it would be nice if they were able to flip DeRozan. <clears throat> I'm not sure what the market looks like for DeRozan, especially given, you know, his history and um them having a first round exit this year. I don't yeah. know what the market would be like for free agents for San Antonio. But one thing that I, I have seen seen from San Antonio and this has been since I would say around like two thousand is that they figure it out. Um, they have an excellent scouting staff there, being able to pick up players like um, a Kawhi Leonard, a Manu Ginobili, a Tony Parker. Not necessarily people that are on everyone's radar in the draft, but come in and able to have Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame careers nevertheless. So they could have a lot of success in the draft. Um, I don't know, again, like I said, about free agency, but this is a big year for free agency. So if they could find a way to swindle maybe a second-tier player from this um, very talent-rich free agency pool, I think that would be great for them. But mm. I think ultimately, you know, give three to five years, I think the Spurs will be fine. But, you know, they're not contending for anything right now. True. And maybe we can, like, do a couple of polls on our uh, Instagram page. Yeah, and see what facts. Happens, so. 
Facts. But yeah, uh, ladies and gentlemen, as you clearly heard, I got more buckets today than Andre. So, you know, again, this is Trey. Yo, this is Dre. This is Dre, even though I disagree, but all right, whatever. All right, see (laughs) y'all.